Welcome to the uh, <laughs> inaugural episode of the Low Life Podcast. I, uh, welcome, listeners. Um, I'd like to introduce uh, kind of the meat in this sandwich. We got Shadow Link. Hey, say hey. hey. And we got Scum. Hello. And uh, they call me uh, Old Man Coin Ops because they're not respectful. <laughs> it's it's accurate. It's accurate. It's accurate. Uh, Let's hey. Be <laughs> So this episode is uh, basically just going to be us kind of talking about what this podcast is going to be, what we're going to be kind of covering in general, and uh, how little like or, or much we may or may not know about the uh, genre of cyberpunk. Well, let me tell you, listeners, if we know about as much as podcasting, uh, we know a lot about cyberpunk. <laughs> I think I know a little bit more about that than podcasting or any. Yeah, you know, seriously. Giant poser over here, but I know next to nothing about computers. So, yeah, cool, 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 <laughs> cool, cool. True, true cult right hey, here. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big uh, black hat hacker over here on my Mac. Um, yeah, so I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, shit it's about the first hacking. time I ever felt like, man, I know a lot of like I know hardware. I can't do software, so I'm Same. like, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, come at us, <laughs> listeners. No, no, please. <laughs> anyhow so yeah basically that's about it um i'm i'm i'm, I'm the guy that's going to kind of keep this ball rolling while these dudes are uh filling us in on some of the news of the day in general but uh all of it within the focus of cyberpunkery so uh i don't know where you where you think we're at with that uh scum how do you think we're doing oh, i think you're doing great buddy no i don't know like <laughs> as far as the news goes man oh boy Oh, we don't have to talk about anything specific awful. right here. We're just oh, trying man. to let these go. Yeah, we, we know that, but we're not, you know. So, yeah, um, how did you get into cyberpunkery, scum? What was your first exposure to this madness? It's a very pinpointed moment in my life. I was right. a wee lad, and I was taken to see The Matrix when I really shouldn't have been because I was ah. a child. Cool. Because no one knew what movies were back then. <laughs> and uh, that's that's when it got me. Like, before, yeah. like at that point then, it was like we got like Batman Beyond. We got all of these all of these cyberpunkish things because everyone noticed that everything was going to be awful forever. <laughs> but uh, it was the Matrix that really did it for me. It was like mm. that was the thing that ruined my life. <laughs> was just seeing the Matrix and, gave, and it just like gave me like an innate hatred which i think i always had because i did not I, school was not something that i gelled with very well and after sure, seeing sure. the matrix just kind of like embedded this idea of like you know people are going to tell you how to live or how to do shit for the rest of your life who to love mm -hmm. and fuck those people 
Right, like, right, right. I cannot stand that. And like, and it's true. It's like we could see examples of that today of like, you know, you know, politicians and like uh, politicians, governors, whack job, like basically people with authority who hate you, basically. Like a lot of these people hate you for being gay, for being trans, for being brown or black or like and basically anything. And a lot of people don't realize it themselves that like you know, a lot of these people just want you to just die quietly. And, you yeah. know, also talking about dying quietly uh, up top, I'm going to say as well. Uh, thank you, everyone. All the listeners who mentioned who gave me such nice, kind words when I got out of the hospital for my uh, little medical emergency and my, my near stroke. Uh, you are all lovely and I love you. So thank you. I'm still here, you fucks. <laughs> anyway, it's 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 like that where it's like, no, don't die quietly. Like, yeah, be dance, loud, dude. be an asshole. Like, you're, fuck these people. You're you're no good to me, dead. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. What about you, Shadowlink? What what was uh when was the moment the cyberpunk fairy bopped you in the head with its <laughs> stylus? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I think for a lot of us, uh, cyberpunk has always kind of been a part of our lives. I was born in the '90s, yeah. so you know, it was kind of like, I mean, like you said, uh, scum. Uh, we well, we got Batman Beyond in the '90s, and you know, um, I feel like that like 1995 was the year that uh, that Cyberpunk blew up, right? Um, I don't remember. I think well, that's I that's the way I hear it. Told. I'll tell you, I don't remember it, the whole of the '90s. It, I don't. I wouldn't know either, because like, like I'm old. You know, yeah. I was born when like Ford was president. For fuck's sake, like. <laughs> I saw Tron in a theater. I played Pong with a quarter, you know, yeah. in a in a pizza shop. Like, it it's always felt like it's kind of been there. Yeah. And whenever someone, especially in the eighties, when you get all that weird vaporware looking shit, that was all like, like the tr- people don't understand. Like Tron was not a well received film except by its fans, but the style of it. Oh yeah, has always kind of like ever since it came out, it's always been there. Yeah, it's you know, always been this. It's deeply ingrained uh, what we think of cyberspace as uh, into like the cultural subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I so I like I grew up with like this kind of dark science fiction uh, slant, um, but I I like the first time I ever noticed. Uh, this kind of like the first time I became aware of cyberpunk was when I uh, watched Psychopaths for the first time. Um, okay, and I uh, and I am kind of an obsessive, not kind of. I am a very obsessive personality. So when I find about something new that interests me, I have to dissect it pedantically uh, yeah. until I strip it down to like the uh very base of what it is and then i'm unimpressed and then i just move on to something else and i love you for it (laughs) and i feel that that's that's the thing with cyberpunk culture is that i haven't really been able to like my view of what cyberpunk is is continuously changing all the time when i was a kid the future was never really going to be like the future science and i like i was raised uh, on an isolated network, so I didn't, um, I didn't really, wasn't really exposed to like new technology 
for a while. We had to pull you out of the uh, cryopod. It's like, hey, welcome to the world. It's like, oh my god, what the fuck is this? Yeah, no, I mean, so I I had like a lot of hand-me-down tech uh, as a, well, not tech, but like hand-me-down devices, if you will, when I was a kid. Right, yeah. Um, So for me, new technology was always just like this endless parade of um, of just masturbatory bullshit, basically. Uh, it was it's just slight incremental uh, quality of life improvements. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got four I more mean, gigs of RAM. Oh. You could say improvements. I'm saying that with air quotes, but like, right, I mean, right. But it's like nothing really changes. And I thought that you know it was never really going to feel like the future out there, but. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. The past decade has been really weird because a lot of stuff has been creeping in. And I don't think, I think a lot of it is self-engineered. I think uh, a lot of people, um, a lot of people in the 80s were writing about how the future is going to be bad. And then we kind of made that future happen because we inspired people like Elon Musk to make fucking brain chips. Because that was a great idea. Well, what goes before the 80s, my friend? Oh, yeah. I mean, you gotta read. Oh, yeah, you yeah. need to read some John Brunner because that's like in the seventies. He's writing about like evil corporations and churches and how you can hack the mainframe through a phone. Well, like, <laughs> right? What I'm? Oh man! Oh, I, I found mean, my copy of that book. Hell yeah! I was uh, but before I got into cyberpunk, I was really into d- dystopian fiction, like mm-hmm. uh, like the classic yeah. stuff, nineteen eighty four Fahrenheit. 50. 451 and Phil K. Dick, of course. And then I found out about cyberpunk. And the thing is, what really kind of flipped my tune on that was um, before everything went all retro, uh, Mm -hmm. cyberpunk was making... It's... Science fiction is always making predictions and, you know, they don't always pan out. But... And obviously, you know, Mm -hmm. if the world looks like Akira out there, then we kind of made it look like Akira. That's, you know, that's our yeah. thing. But I think a big thing, yeah, 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 I feel yeah. that. I think a big thing, though, is our perceptions have also changed with the times, where it's like, I, <laughs> did things look like cyberpunk? Oh, what, what do I want to say? Did things, it's like a chicken and the egg kind of theory, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. did, did things it, look it, like cyberpunk before we wanted them to look like cyberpunk? Exactly, and I but think at, the idea... I think our just our perceptions have changed. Where now we can see it, where it's like, oh, this is like, yeah, you know, this I'm sure in some other part of the world, they're not very. Oh, go 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 ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like you look at. I mean, <clears throat> it seems like we were stalled for a little bit in yeah. terms of uh, new technology for, but now like we as a society are embracing so many new elements of technology that it's kind of scary uh i don't know well it's kind of like slowly but surely we are but it's like a lot of it we don't even have access to yet like we got drones i could i could go walk into like a fucking best buy and walk and come out with something i saw a cartoon once when i was a kid and thought that was cool and now it exists yeah and now but now yeah well instead of like getting the fucking backpack jetpacks and and you know hover cars and shit what we get is this almost 
like surgically precise ability to tank your fucking battery in your cell phone right before a new model comes out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the cutting fucking edge of technology. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that and like DRM. None of it you know none of it is good for us. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like, yeah. you don't think Chrome is listening into our conversation right now? Like it's that technology. Dude, it's transcribing yeah. this conversation and exactly. I don't even have it open. All of all of our technology, the internet especially, comes with so many strings attached to it. And yeah, that's yeah. the kind of stuff that was predicted, I feel like. Um, yeah, I, I can actually remember using like the main search engines, like like Yahoo back in the day. And I would type in like a phrase, I was looking for something, and it would give me like a diversity of shit. Yeah. There would be one like paid ad at the top, and then like the next however many pages would take me to whatever the hell I was looking for, you know, like uh, trying to buy records out of a record store in London. You know, like I, I would just tell you, like, I heard about this place and I would type in like London record stores and there's like 4 million, you know, <laughs> like, because <laughs> what the fuck it's like, yeah. but like uh, now, you know, I type in like a London record store and it's going to give me paid shit. It's not yeah. a search engine. It's, you know, an ad delivery service yes. at this point. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, there's other other ones, you know, like we have Google, but then there's also like DuckDuckGo, which works within its own, you know, context. You know, the second you click out of it, you're looked at again, you know, and that's why you need a VPN, guys. Like, yeah, (laughs) I mean, as as much as that's going to be fucking obsolete in the next, you know, six months or whatever. Um, But yeah, no, I I think you're right. I think it snuck up on us. I think it was like very much an aesthetic. And now we casually talk is. on supercomputers in our back pockets. Yeah, and I mean, it, it still is an aesthetic. Like it's still the idea of like this oh, thing oh for sure this thing that looks a certain way, and therefore we think it's cool. What like you could like well, cyberpunk think... without giving like the deeper con- political and societal context a second thought. And sure. I, and I guess it's like that for like every subgenre, subculture, and subgenre of anything. Yeah. Oh, and it's happened, and it, it becomes yeah. part of the canon in a really strange way, like mm-hmm. a cheesy, cheesy sort of way. Yeah, that's fine. You know, like we all fucking love RoboCop. We do not love RoboCop three. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> there's a it's a giant fucking gulf between it, but you got to talk about it. It still exists. It's still oh, yeah. there. You know, like um, and it's it's even cheesy to a certain degree, but it does ask the questions. You know, I think it's kind of like porn in the internet. Like fucking yeah. style drives technology to a certain degree. And it was something I never really appreciated before, but I, I got to kind of, you know, come to terms with the fact that like styles and fashions and stuff like that, you know, uh, looking at clothing styles and certain, uh, I don't want to say subculture, but like a Berlin techno club is going to look a little bit different than like your Miami MTV beach party. Yeah. You know, and one, one of the two is going to be pretty cyberpunk and the other one is by default just from the equipment they're using somewhat yeah. slightly cyberpunk, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like. There's just various degrees of it. We've adopted it. We we're bathing in it. We have like God, one of my favorite fucking Twitter follows is this this one that does unsecured like cameras, network cams, like security cameras and oh, stuff. Man. And it just cycle like, it'll post a picture from one like every fifteen minutes or something like that, yeah. or five minutes or something. It's fucking nightmarish. Yeah, yeah those are fun. I mean there's <laughs> you know <laughs> It's not like, but that's the thing too. Like it is very, it's like, you know, it is like a kind of a hidden secret thing that's going on, you know, in the way that it's like introduced to us. And we just suddenly accept that Pokemon Go is a thing. And then there's like this other kind of creeping, lurching thing that's happening where, you know, we can look back, 
there are windows back into this, you know, yeah. but it's the abyss, you know, and yep. <laughs> maybe we're, it's abyss. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is that the onion had a really like fun article where they were like, uh, computer technology exceeded human capacity with the Commodore 64. And I've just been laughing about that all fucking day long. <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. I mean, the way things are going, it's like I've heard fair arguments to just knock everything back to like the uh, new dark age with like a big solar flare because it's like, can we handle being connected to everybody else all the time forever? And the answer is no, because I don't want Nazis. Well, I, I'll <laughs> tell you what. I'll tell you what. Lock yourself inside and listen to twelve straight hours of podcasts in a row with me. Yeah, I got it. Well, yeah, what do you say? Do it. I. What do you think I've been doing? <laughs> Cyberpunk is less about saving the world and more about saving yourself. Um, right. So I mm-hmm. think Cyberpunk is more about trying to. You can't stop change, and you can't stop even if it's bad change. You can't really stop it necessarily um mm-hmm. the only thing that you can really do is learn how to uh uh adapt to it and Isn't that an inter- because yeah <laughs> because the internet is changing the way that we communicate but we just have to learn how to make it work to our advantage well i think the saving yourself element is interesting because in punk mm-hmm. like in punk itself it's a very community driven thing yeah and the idea with cyberpunk where we are on a computer alone it's a very isolating. I think that's a uniquely American viewpoint of individuality yeah. is the idea well, of like cyberpunk is here to save yourself. But the thing is that doesn't necessarily help everyone else around you. And we're kind of feeling a lot of that yeah, around I us mean, today. Warming and the fucking president. And, yeah, well, and I, I don't even think it's, it's that bleak necessarily. I think that there is a, you know, the word network exists. Yeah, there is true. still, you're always hearing about it, even in the fiction, especially in the fiction. There's always some secret network of fuckers who've got some really cool little like technique or gadget or little hoo ha that's going to like get them into the next level, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I was. That, you know, that is true. Yeah, the guy that was selling fucking eyeballs in Blade Runner was not an independent actor. You know, there's a network. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah he supplying was the eyeballs. There was a network. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, there has to be some uh, shipping and receiving going on there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. And that's that's where I'm at right now, I think, with uh, mm-hmm. my view on cyberpunk is that everything is just networks, I'm realizing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And uh, the most this up year, diagram ever. This year especially uh, has, well, has really highlighted the fact, I mean, there is no IRL, cult, there's no like meat space of culture anymore. There, it's just online culture this year. And that's mm-hmm. really kind of what made a lot of this crazy cyberpunk bullshit sink in. Um, but also, I uh, ah shit, I keep losing. My I mean, if, I mean, if anything, we've learned from any of this this year is that America is ready for like six more political parties. Oh yeah, and yeah. because the two oh, ain't yeah. doing it. <laughs> yeah, no. well, like, and that's I, but what I've. I've been asking myself this question for like, I don't know, the past 15 years or so. Uh, I've been wondering, are we living in a dystopia or not? And the answer at this point is a resounding yes, because things are bad. (laughs) Things are really bad for a lot of people everywhere. So, Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's always, the thing is, it's always been this way. It's, 
or at least in America, it's always well, been this way. Because well, hold on. Capital. How would you feel, like, if we didn't have COVID, would you feel the same way? Oh, yeah. Well, if... Uh, if Let's say COVID never happened, we've actually seen the sun for the past few months. If uh, the same, like, Black Lives Matter stuff happened this year, then yeah, I would still feel the same way. Oh, yeah. that's fair, because the cops would still be ticks regardless yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. 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 And there would have been more people out. There actually, if yeah. there were more people mixed, then it could have gotten a little bit dicier, yeah. you know? That is fair. That not is to true. say that it doesn't, like, it's not going to. I it mean, still is. as of this recording, we're basically losing about a 9-11's worth of people a day to a virus that has been downplayed and undersold and the highest authorities in the land have given us confusing like we're supposed to pick who to trust instead of having kind of like a unified front on this and then you know it's a disaster and now the guy kind of yep you know how presidents have that thing on their desk that say the buck stops here who was that like fdr or somebody yeah this this shit on his desk and it was just like you know the buck stops here which is a fun sentiment might have been teddy it was one of these fucking roosevelts but uh the one that got bit by werewolves to get polio i don't remember um <laughs> it's that's about how it's supposed to work you lay the blame on the dude in charge that's what we heard uh the right say about obama for eight years that's what we heard the left say about bush for eight years and actually some of the right <laughs> even fucking weirdly alex jones hated bush you know like it was just uh it's been a really interesting decade and it all boils down to this weird average where, like, the Overton window keeps getting more and more authoritarian. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to go along with it, and that's fine to a certain point, but now everyone's in trouble, yeah. broke, and the air can kill you. <laughs> and yeah. They keep... They keep trying to give us this shit like we're going to send the kids back to school in spite of the fact that there's this fucking plague. And this yeah, is no, America, so we're we gonna, don't have health care. Yeah, we're going to send you all back to work, even though, you know, yeah. you might die doing it. Uh, yeah, it's I like all three for the money guy. Yeah. Like, important. <laughs> I think we it's all the economy. I think all three of us lucked out, actually, with not having control. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd love to, man. I, 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 I mean, yeah, it. same. I'd like to like not be a stroke risk so I can go back to work. But at the same time, right. it's kind of like, you know yeah. what? I think I'm safer here as much as I'm losing my fucking mind every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where I'd like, I, frankly, I mean, I'm looking to pivot into this kind of way of like making a living. I, yeah. You know, I, I got a fucking writing degree. You, you know, you got a degree. We got, we got some, we got some experience in this shit. We could turn this around. We've seen. We have college educations. They <laughs> might mean something. We've seen goofier ideas take off. You know what I mean? Exactly. This, this, this is just yeah, a couple couple of dudes sitting around talking about the future. <laughs> you know, it's three old men yell it. at Sky. <laughs> <laughs> no, three old men yell at Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> Going back a little bit, so, so I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to bring up so 1995. Yeah, year Cyberpunk blew up. Uh, that's the year that Hackers came out, right? Hackers is notoriously cheesy and just, like, not yep. an accurate representation of... For, wait, no, it's a, wait, hold on, it's not a documentary? <laughs> I, thought it was what? A, I thought it was an Errol Morris-like reenactment. <laughs> uh, if only it was a biography. But that was, uh, <laughs> that was postulated by a lot of people, even though it's... Te- it's classified as a techno thriller um that was right, the writer majestic. and director's uh attempt to bring cyberpunk into the 90s 
um, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. And it hasn't, yeah. it hasn't been working well, until Mr. Robot, I think. Like, because there's yeah. always like that plausible deniability. Yeah. You know, there's uh, like this, like Mr. Robot is beautifully crafted. Oh yeah. Like it I absolutely think, yeah. knows what it's trying to do. I think you're right because like the point. last thing I can remember about hacking that immediately popped into my head was like, do you guys remember the movie Swordfish that like had like? <laughs> that was the last do, one do, I can do. Remember. Remember the, that do was remember the last... movie where Halle Berry <laughs> gives Wolverine where where <laughs> oh my god, god and there's a gun to his head he yeah, 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 yeah 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 he has to hack into oh. like the that was the yeah, that was the last hacking movie I can think of. It, it goes Jesus literally God. hackers, swordfish, and then Mr. Robot, and it only took oh. fucking years to make a good hacking movie or a film you're, you're or anything. Uh, you're forgetting that masterpiece, The Net, with Sandra oh, Bullock. God. Oh God, I did. Dennis yeah. Miller. Yeah, that... Oh no, there was this. Wait, wait, Rob Reiner. Do you know this? Have you heard about this? No. So what? for for fucking years and years, Rob Reiner just passed not that long ago, right? Yeah. I and mean, he's he's great. He's a great director. I loved him in a, a fucking All in the Family. That's how fucking old I am. And he had this whole thing where he had been tweeting about how his favorite movie of all time was The Net with Sandra Bullock. Wow. No one knows if he's serious or not. Wow. That's the died. best. And then he died. He never said that's a fucking best. thing about it. That's like, the oh, best, that is the best tweet. Is like you just if, make this tweet and then immediately die. That's, that's how you do it. That's how you fucking it, do it. it you know what? It works both ways. It works that the one way where he like legitimately he, he actually said in one of the tweets or something like he really enjoyed like uh, Sandra Bullock's performance in the movie. And it was it was just a it's deadpan. OK, <laughs> so it, it works. Maybe maybe, you know, that's his. You know, I, I got a couple of movies that I'm just like, I fucking love that movie. I don't care. That it's bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know it's a bad movie, but I fucking love watching it. Maybe this was his, you know, you can't account for taste, man. You're going to like what you like. It has nothing to do with like a top 10 list or anything. You're gonna, something's going to hit you a real fun way. And you're just going to be like, you know what? I'm going to share this with people forever. And if they like it, cool. And if not, uh, then I know not to be friends with them. Yeah. I mean, I and, love Reign of Fire. Yeah. Nobody likes that movie. But, I fucking love that movie. Right? I mean, I saw that movie in a theater <laughs> twice, dude. That was the f- that movie kicks ass. The only thing I wish it had was more fucking dragons. I'm gonna kill a the dragon with a fire That was it was so it, it, it's so good. <laughs> that was the proof that I needed. That showed me that Ma- Matthew McConaughey can actually act. Yeah. So and God, he yeah. did such a killer job in that movie too. Oh God, it was great. Yeah, yeah. He, he did oh. not. He looked. He looked like that first god that you he beats the shit out of you at the beginning of God of War. <laughs> like he was, he was fucking great. Yeah. It was just like, wow, who is this fucking guy? And then he goes on to be, you know, he he went from like, all right, all right, all right, to that. Yeah, where he's just like spitting and snorting the entire fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, that movie's great. That was directed by one of the better writers of the X Files. Oh, nice. No shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I gotta go yeah. watch that. That movie's good. It holds up too, because it's just like, huh. The original premise for that movie was apparently <laughs> dragons versus firemen. Hell yeah. <laughs> and that's the only thing they kept from that was the axe, and I was fine with yeah. it. I was totally okay with it. Yeah. Ah. I, I like that. That movie has a nothing to do with cyberpunk at oh, all. Yeah. No, no, not even a little bit. I the mean, only thing that's that's, that's the no, that's the kind of content you can expect from a series. <laughs> Remember, it's okay to like what you like. Podcast. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I've, given, I've given Tommy yum. Wiseau money like directly. So. <laughs> yeah. I have one. I have to- one of Tommy Wiseau's uh, fucking stills. Like I bought oh. it. I've given him money directly. <laughs> like I love that man. That man out. 
Ed Wooded Ed Wood. It yeah, is incredible. Him. Like it's Bravo. He's the, yeah, he's a genuine. He's the only genuine human being. I love him to death. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe he's the you know we all were cloned from him. Like, yeah, we're the proto. He's the prototype for the new humanity. Like that's all. Uh, he's great. Lord. I love him. Anyway, so anyway, back to but yeah, back to complaining about the future. Well, yeah, so. Something happened within the 20 years between uh, hackers coming out and Mr. Robot and, like, a bunch of other... Like, you would get, you know, science fiction shows like or- Orphan Black or... Uh, mm, sure. Or Person of Interest or... Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, what's the other one? Uh, Continuum. Yeah. And been... they would... Yeah. And, like, they all take place in the modern day, but none of them had, like... They all have like these high tech elements that seem like yeah. just beyond the veil of uh, what we can foresee in the future. I think it's funny you bring mm-hmm. up like person of interest because like all of that technology outside of like as far as we know a super intelligent god AI, yeah. we have yeah, all the technology. Oh, yeah, yeah, like we have all the technology. So that's another in that thriller. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, honest to God, I was saying after Mister Robot came out, I was like, "Yo, Person of Interest is the fucking like prequel." Anyway, you know what I mean? Like, I mean. It, well, because, well, seriously, it it used Jim Caviezel to deliver like a cyberpunk payload to primetime CBS viewers, yeah. and with the added bonus of it being good, like it was really good, yeah, and I was, was like constantly surprised at the quality of that fucking show, like. Yeah, you know some of the special effects don't like quite hold up, but it, 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 they they do though. Like it, it, you get the point. Yeah. You know that building blew up. You know, like that. That's all that is. And Jim Caviezel knows how to fight, at least stage fight. He beats the shit out of people. I like how even in the like what the first couple episodes or something like that, they don't even show the fights anymore. They just throw show him throwing people out a window. Yeah, you know, like you just see it, you're outside the building and the guy comes out the window. You know what happened in there? He just beat the shit out of everybody, and that becomes like a running joke in the show, which is awesome. You know. But I think that show did more, I I think, to get without ever – they never say the word. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not even billed as a cyberpunk show. It looks like a fucking cop procedure. Oh, yeah. Like after, <laughs> after like five or six or seven episodes, you start realizing, oh, shit, this thing's messing with me a little bit. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, they have a baby episode and a dog episode in the first fucking season. Usually your show is failing when you start bringing that shit in. It was kind of making fun of itself and like the idea 100%. of what it is a little bit. Yeah. Well, and it did oh, it really well. That show was written by um, uh, one of the Nolan, Jonathan, Jonathan Nolan. Nolan, right? Yeah, that guy's a genius. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah guy behind Westworld, right? And yeah, well, I mean, pretty he, much he wrote uh, Chris's best movies. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I mean, uh, he's the shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's alright sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I some of his stuff isn't like phenomenal, a little bit. You know, yeah, yeah, but um, anyways, so. Uh, I forgot what I was saying, but I think I just. Oh, we were we were talking about how sh- uh, various shows after like over yes. the course of like say twenty years, um, we get to like a Mister Robot. Yeah, where and it just, just kind of and like anybody's watching that Watch Dogs as well. Like I know nobody mm-hmm. likes Watch Dogs, but uh, the technology in that uh, game and like that the first two entries of that game are. Yeah, I got like a lot a to hair, say about the third it's one. It's just like a hair's breadth away from the reality like that shit about yeah. the bellwether we could have that right now yeah like, yeah maybe if we weren't fucking assholes and knew what they were doing we could actually like have a decent we could have had good watchdogs games yeah 
Well, yeah. I mean, I you know what? I'm gonna write about this. You I guys will see. But uh, we're not gonna get into that right now. Yeah, I got yeah. entirely too much. I could job. We're already in like forty fucking minutes. Yeah, like yeah. we're. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it some other time. You guys, oh, wait, hold on. You guys don't want to go for like two hours? Oh, not yet. No. <laughs> you know, we got to get this audio over to the engineer. Yeah. 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 Who is me? <laughs> we'll open the basement door and then throw that in for you. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And throw me some of the scraps. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, here and, and everything in between and then uh, everything beyond. Uh, this is basically what you're going to be getting from us uh, when we're not really scripting anything. We will, though. We're going to have stories to talk about. We're going to have yeah. uh, big news. Uh, we're going to talk about media stuff. Uh, brainwashing. I, I, brainwashing. Neuralink. Uh, Neuralink. We're not going to delve good. too much into conspiracies, but we will talk because we don't have to anymore. We'll talk about Neuralink. We'll talk about Elon yeah. Musk. We'll talk yeah. about fucking Grimes because I hate them all. And because yeah, yeah. I will not be able to shut up about how much I hate those fucking guys. But I, I have no opinion whatsoever. I'm more interested in the engineers who are doing the work. You know what I mean? Like, who, who's actually designing the rocket? Because I don't see Elon doing that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like that's blue color world, right. and no one gives us enough credit. Exactly. <sighs> so uh, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna say uh, hey and uh, sign off for now. Uh, remember, the street finds a use for things, so take a look at some things and find a use for them. Yeah. See you soon. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye. All right. So that was the basically first episode even though we're numbering at zero of the low life podcast if you like what you're hearing stay tuned we got more episodes coming down the pipe also i'd like to redirect you to our compatriots over at neondystopia.com who i don't know we're kind of working together with them on this trying to get this launched trying to talk about more cyberpunk stuff Ah, anyway happy new year everybody it's been a long one here's a new one Let's get this business done.